Hello everyone, thanks for joining me today. It's Heather Schwartz from the Palace of Acne. Um, if you want to follow these videos, make sure to subscribe to my channel so you can see more. You can also join, follow my socials at Facebook, Instagram, and of course, if you want to have a conversation with me and possibly do some homeschool coaching together to get your homeschool uh, set up and running the way that you want it to be, you can give me a call. Just pop over to my website, thepalaceofacademe.com, and uh, book a call. You can do it right there. Uh, and we can talk. I would love to hear from you. So today I wanted to talk about, okay, some differences between school and homeschool that uh, we need to be aware of as homeschooling parents, be aware of how the different settings specifically, uh, the differences between school and homeschool affect um, our routines, affect our the way that our children interact with what we're teaching them and um, and how we can just be aware of the way those things are being affected and so that we can make adjustments that we need to adjust and be ready to do some things that uh, that might support our children in certain situations. Okay, so when we think about school for the purpose of this video, I don't want to talk about the negatives of public school or um, or any of that stuff. I want to pretend that we have um, the option between homeschooling and uh, the lovely ideal neighborhood school <laughs> where all the teachers are just lovely and are experts in their subjects and where we are very confident that our children will be encouraged and cared for and come out with excellent educations. Okay, now a lot of us wouldn't maybe homeschool if our neighborhood school was really like that. But for the purpose of this discussion, let's not talk about the negatives in schools as they are. Let's just talk about the inherent differences between the settings of schooling and homeschooling. Okay, are you with me? So when we send a child to school, okay, they wake up in the morning, they're at home where they're comfortable, where all their things are, all their things, okay, are right there with them. Their parents might be there, their siblings are there that they're comfortable with, um, all the food is there, <laughs> snacks, and all the stuff that they like is right there, okay? And we take them out of that place and they go to another building that is set aside, specifically, entirely engineered around the fact that, okay, when we're in this building, we're here to learn together, learn, you know, the school subjects together. Okay, that is very different from trying to stay home and um, and the process of getting your mind in focus in the different settings is very different, okay? So when our children are going to school, they have certain structures in place that lead their brains to say, okay, this is the process now. It's time to focus on this thing. I don't have to. Um, I don't have to deal with a whole lot of distractions. Maybe some distractions, of course. You know, their friends or whatever it might be. Some distractions, but overall, everything about that school setting is engineered to get them into the frame of mind that they need to be in in order to learn. Again, in the in the ideal situation, that's what it's like. Even all of their friends who are there in their class, all their peers are going to focus on the same thing. And so you've got this effect of positive peer pressure, um, you know, that working to get them 
on this task and focused and, and learning. Okay, when we're at home, we don't have any of that. We're in the same place as all of our toys, as all of our video games, as all of our, uh, you know, the couch that you like to build forts out of the cushions. Um, we're in the same, I mean, we, we homeschool in our dining room, like the snacks drawer is right there all the time. <laughs> there are all these distractions. Um, you don't have any different adults, it's just your mom and dad, you know, or whoever whoever is there doing the homeschooling. So it's very different. And I think that it is good for homeschoolers to be very deliberate about how they set up their time and even how they set up their environment and how they set their children's, um, like set up a path that helps them get into um, the state of mind that they need to be in to focus on, on learning and doing some academic work. Okay, so um, if you all have followed me for a while, you know I'm not really an unschooler. I don't really believe in, um, you know, just like doing whatever you want to do and just like living your life and that somehow this is going to have the same results academically for your child. Um, you know, I, I do believe in like a structured set aside time to learn. Uh, to learn conceptual skills. And, and so I believe in, in uh, making that a priority and, and helping our children get there. I think sometimes what happens is that, and I've heard, I've heard this from parents who like bring their kids home from school. So they're at school, they're doing, you know, maybe they're doing fine academically, but some, whatever, whatever's going on, they decide to bring their kids home. And then all of a sudden it's like, they think it's the weekend all the time, right? And and it's hard to get out of that mindset into like, okay, now we're going to uh, we're going to have this focused time in this activity that is very unlike what we do on the weekends, and we're going to do that together, and then we're going to go back to playing. So I do think that like that's uncomfortable for the child to do, and it is something that they need to learn to do, and that we need to learn to do because we might have to discipline ourselves to get. To the point where we can do that consistently as well. Uh, but I, I think it's worth thinking deliberately about how we can do that, how we can create a space that's set aside for homeschooling, um, a time, like a consistent routine where it's like, okay, we get up in the morning, we eat breakfast, we brush our teeth, we get dressed, and then we come and do a, do a couple of hours of school time um, before we do anything else on the days that we're doing school, something like that. Um, that makes a really clear, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Where it's like a, it's not a trigger, but like um, a signal uh, to your child that, okay, now we're going into focus mode and we're going to do this, right? Uh, it It's a skill that we take for granted, I think, um, just because, again, when we send the kids to school, so much of um, so much of their routine is set up around that transition just automatically that we don't think about doing it deliberately. But when we're at home, I think it's worth really thinking about, okay, um, how can I give my children that consistency around expecting them to do, um, you know, a certain amount of schoolwork, whatever you have planned, your school plan, and, uh, and teaching them to do that. And 
putting whatever structures and supports you need to put into the environment and into your schedule in order to help them transition to being able to do that. It's not, it's not easy. Um, it's not easy for any of us. I think if you've ever, if you've ever put on your schedule, you know, to do X task at X time, and then that time comes around and like your mind is not there and it takes a little bit to get yourself into the context and get yourself like connected with the motivation for doing that task. It can take a little bit and it can take some practice to be able to do. And it's no different for, for our children. Um, I think that a lot of the time when we have kids who are resisting doing schoolwork and resisting working with their parents and homeschooling, I think a lot of the time it is um, because of uh Maybe the parent isn't aware that that transition needs to happen and that their child is going to need help with it and can't just do school now because you said it's math time. Um, yeah, so, and, or, uh, oh, and also just that the child sometimes resists doing that. Like they might, they might be mad, they might cry, they might, you know, really, really, really prefer to go and do something else. Um, of course, right? So, if we can help them make that transition and do everything that we can to make that easier for them by being consistent, by giving them a routine to follow, by maybe starting with the subjects that they enjoy the most, um, you know, so that it's easier to do. I love to start with reading because it's something that you can all do together. It's like, it's, it's an easy starter. You can sit on the couch and read together. If it's hard for you, you can sit on the couch and put on an audiobook. Um, it's just an easy kind of on-ramp. And then after that, you do something that's a little bit harder and takes a little more focus, but you've already kind of eased yourself into the transition. So building things like that into your routine that help get your child from, you know, at home, relaxed playtime to like, okay, we're going to focus our minds on this work now for a little bit. Um, yeah, any kind of way that you can support your child in doing things like that. Uh, is, is really helpful. And also, I just want to like set an expectation that uh, that it might be hard. It might be hard for your kid to do that. It might be hard for you to do it. You might feel frustrated of like, I just told her to do her math. Why can't she just sit and do her math? Well, you know, she can't. She needs some help with that transition. She needs some help knowing how to focus herself. Maybe thinking about how you change into into tasks like that. Like when you come back to work from lunch break, let's say, what specifically do you do to get yourself back in the mindset of those tasks that you're doing? And maybe you could think about, okay, how can I build some of those things in for my child? Um, yeah, if you, if anybody wants to know any more about that or like have me um, talk about that a little bit more, maybe I can do another video with a little more in-depth on that and some more specific ideas around it. If anyone has any questions, just let me know down in the comments. Mm -hmm.